Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. I recently wrapped up my trip through Dynasty League prospects by division. Now, it's a team-by-team look at the 2020 season, looking at expectations for the lineup and pitching staff for each team. I'm going to count them down by my own statistically generated preseason power rankings. Today, we go to team number 29, the Seattle Mariners. Mariners won 68 games last season and are probably going to be even worse off this year. Let's start behind the plate, where they have 29-year-old Tom Murphy, who was a spare part in the Rockies organization for years before busting out last season with 18 home runs and 281 plate appearances. Is that power for real? Can Murphy put up enough offense to earn fantasy relevance? His track record does make it tough to count on Murphy playing enough to matter, but if he does, that power could pay off. We're probably not looking at anything more than a fantasy backup, but there's some value in that. Evan White is a rookie set to take over at first base for the Mariners. While the 24-year-old is a good prospect, he was a first-round pick in 2017, he's hardly a sure thing for 2020. White did hit 18 home runs while batting 292 with an 838 OPS at AA last season. Making the jump from AA to everyday starter at first base comes with some measure of risk, so White is probably a later pick, As a corner infielder, though he would presumably have a lot more value in dynasty leagues where his long-term upside would bring more value. Looks like another young player will start at second base for the Mariners, Shed Long. the 24-year-old who appeared in 42 games for Seattle last season. He has some power, can run a bit. It's enough to consider him as a middle infield option, probably as a later pick, uh, though anything resembling a pulse at second base has to have some appeal. Like White, Long has more appeal in dynasty leagues because he should be around for a while and should continue to get better. J.P. Crawford is at shortstop, not that it matters much to fantasy owners. He has a career batting average of .222 without much power or speed to generate interest among fantasy owners. Crawford's 25, so it would not be unheard of for him to experience some kind of offensive breakthrough, but the play there is to scoop Crawford off the waiver wire rather than investing in such a risky bat on draft day. And on top of all that, Crawford's minor league track record doesn't suggest that there's this untapped offense uh, waiting to happen. He's known for his glove, and that's what uh, is going to have to keep him there, uh, and that doesn't do a whole lot for fantasy owners. Uh, third base belongs to Kyle Seeger, 32-year-old veteran who... Uh, His batting average has dropped in recent seasons, but he's also clubbed at least 20 home runs in each of the past eight seasons. The batting average does bring some risk, but Seager's power numbers should still make him a passable option at a corner infield spot. Going through the infield, you can see why the Mariners aren't ranked so highly right now as a team. None of the infielders are a player who should be considered a fantasy starter at their position, just some backup options. The outfield, it's not much more appealing. Center fielder Malik Smith is an elite base stealer, stealing 86 bases over the past two seasons. That's probably enough to make him worth your while at some point. But he also hit .227 last season, which might make him a little bit of a bargain before this season. Right fielder Mitch Hanniger was expected to miss the first half of the season, recovering from core surgery. But the delay to the start of the 2020 season could possibly make it easier for Hanniger to play most of this season. When healthy, Hanniger has legit power, but his average also dropped from 285 in 2018 to 220 last season. He's also coming back from injury, so he has to be considered a sleeper type uh, when it comes to fantasy. Kyle Lewis and Jake Fraley are likely to see significant playing time in the corner outfield spots for the Mariners. 
Lewis was the 11th pick in the 2016 draft. Crushed six home runs and 82 plate appearances for the Mariners last season. Trouble is, he hasn't really hit for power in the minor leagues, so it's not reasonable to expect anything but a much lower home run rate this year. Fraley hit just 150 in a dozen games for the Mariners, but hit well in the minors last season, hitting 19 home runs, stealing 22 bases while hitting 298 with a 910 OPS. Hanniger's availability is also likely to cut into the projected playing time of Lewis or Fraley or both. At DH, Daniel Vogelbach has power, hitting 30 home runs in his first season as a regular last year. He also hit 208. That kind of batting average makes it hard to seek out Vogelbach's power. We will get to the Mariners' pitching staff, but there are a couple of players that might have some value if they could secure more playing time. The Mariners do have a couple of utility players that could find their way to fantasy relevance. D. Gordon can play second base and center field and has swiped at least 20 bases in eight of his nine major league seasons, surpassing 50 steals three times. Doesn't look right now like Gordon has a starting job, but if he gets anything resembling regular playing time, then he's going to be useful. 30-year-old Austin Nola reached the major leagues for the first time last season and hit 10 home runs while batting 269 with a 796 OPS. Those numbers are fine, but could be more appealing because Nola has catcher eligibility. So if Nola can cobble together enough at-bats between catcher and first base and maybe some DH, he could have some sleeper potential. Maybe deep sleeper potential, but uh, potential nonetheless. As mediocre as the bats are for the Mariners, pitching is not any better. Marco Gonzalez is a soft-tossing southpaw who's won 29 games, posting a 3.99 ERA and 1.27 whip in the past two seasons. And while he struck out only a little more than 7 per 9 innings, his workload is enough that Gonzalez could be considered a serviceable fantasy starter. The challenge, at least in part, is that some of his value over the past two years has been tied to his ability to accumulate wins. And that's an uphill fight with this year's Mariners team. You say Kikuchi came over from Japan and endured a pretty rocky first season in the major leagues, finishing with a 5.46 ERA, which, all by itself, basically removes him from fantasy consideration. You can't make up the deficit that comes with that kind of ERA. Justice Sheffield made seven starts for the Mariners last season and managed a 5.50 ERA. He has more upside since he's just 23, but probably not enough to get excited about him on draft day. Sheffield dominated in a dozen starts at AA last season, but then got his clock cleaned at AAA. So you can hope that there's something there based on Sheffield's raw talent, but it's been very raw to this point. Kendall Graveman had some moments with Oakland in previous seasons, but it's typically not useful for fantasy owners with an ERA over four and a low strikeout rate. He missed all of last season recovering from Tommy John surgery and got whacked in 2018 before ending up on the DL. So he's very much a wild card that isn't worth pursuing in most drafts. Taiwan Walker returns to the Mariners after pitching just 14 innings total in the past two seasons. He was hitting his stride in 2017, posting a 3.49 ERA with 146 strikeouts and 157 and a third innings for the Diamondbacks. So maybe he's the deep sleeper on this staff, such is often the case when you miss most of the previous two seasons. But obviously, Walker comes with a whole lot of uncertainty. If any of these starters falter, and from the looks of it, odds are pretty good that will happen, then 24-year-old Justin Dunn may be ready for a shot at the rotation. He started 25 games at AA last season, finishing with a 3.55 ERA and a 1.19 whip, striking out 158 in 131 two-thirds innings. As the story seems to go with these Mariners pitchers, Dunn requires a wait-and-see approach.
in the bullpen, there isn't much room for optimism there either. Yoshihisa Hirano has just four saves in his first two major league seasons, but the 36-year-old is the leading candidate for saves in Seattle this season. If you're feeling lucky, maybe a spec play on Matt McGill could work. He saved a handful of games for the Mariners last season and was much more effective with Seattle than he had been in any of his previous stops. Given the credentials of the top two options in the Seattle bullpen, it would shock no one if they ended up with someone beyond the top two, finishing up in the closer's role by season's end. When it comes to the best value on this team, the Mariners roster is really something to behold. It's not outrageously awful, but it's pretty much below average across the board. Uh, It will get better, presumably, but will probably take some time. There are so many question marks. The best value uh, when it comes to fantasy is probably to take Malik Smith because he will attack a very specific problem for your team. If you have enough steals already, maybe don't bother. But if you need that category addressed, Smith is reliable as an option as you will find. So that's that for the 29th ranked team, the Seattle Mariners. I'll be back in a couple of days with a look at team number 28. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Collin on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. And if you want to fire off an email, direct it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis. 